As a medical professional, you're probably consumed by your work. Because of that, you likely miss out on big opportunities to protect and grow the wealth you work so hard for. Luckily, through passive real estate investing, you can place your capital in the hands of trusted syndicators who do all the legwork while you sit back and let your money work for you. Syndicators like Ascent Equity Group. Ascent Equity Group is led by three medical professionals turned full-time real estate investors who have secured a quarter of a billion dollars in assets in just three years. And their latest opportunity, Sunrise and Chandler, is open now. Sunrise and Chandler is an exciting 177-unit value-add multifamily opportunity in the affluent city of Chandler, Arizona. This Class B asset in a Class A location was secured at a significant discount and is already cash flowing out of the gate, with 89% of the units still in need of renovation. Sunrise and Chandler is close to meeting its capital raising goal and will be closing soon. So if you'd like to learn more, visit ascentequitygroup.com forward slash best deal to schedule a call. That's A-S-C-E-N-T equitygroup.com slash best deal. This opportunity is open to accredited investors only. I believe probably just trusting your gut, but also just really getting educated. Quick disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to bestevershow.com. I want to introduce to you Ash Patel. He's a full-time commercial real estate investor. He's going to be doing the interview today and a lot of them moving forward. I'm still going to be doing interviews, just not as many. And he is going to ask tough questions while still building rapport. That way it's not awkward. He's a good friend of mine. Join me in welcoming Ash Patel. Hello, Best Ever listeners. Welcome to the Best Real Estate Investing Advice Ever Show. I'm Ash Patel, and I'm here today with our guest, Stephanie Walter. Stephanie is joining us from Lakewood, Colorado. She is the CEO of Airbay Investment Group and has 17 years of real estate experience. Stephanie has also been a syndicator for the last 10 years. Stephanie, how are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being with us. Before we get started, can you tell us a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on now? My background is I was actually an insurance agent for the last 16 years, and I had invested a lot in single-family homes, and then about 10 years ago, started looking at syndications and started raising money for those syndications. Really, really enjoyed it, and just put in my retirement to sell my business in December 2020. And that is really what I focus on now is just raising money for syndicated deals. Congratulations on leaving your nine to five or selling your business rather. Yeah. Thank Great. You. So how many single family homes did you have? I had actually about four. So not a lot. And then what motivated you to transition to syndications? Did you go right from single family investing to syndications? Yes, I sure did. I don't know, something about it appealed to me, the apartment, the economies of scale, all that good stuff. Having a group of people together, I like that idea. So once I got into it and the more I learned about it, the more excited I became. So just jumped right into it. Good. What was your first deal? Do you remember? Oh, yes. Let's hear about it. (laughs) 
<laughs> Actually, it was a fraternity house. I awesome. still have it up in Fort Collins, Colorado. And I started with a partner who had to exit out of the deal for personal reasons. So I was left kind of holding the bag on that one and did the whole thing from start to finish. I had to go to 30 different banks to find the financing. And I did everything myself from beginning to end and realized at the end of that, that I never, ever wanted to do that again. It's been a good asset, but at the same time, it is a little bit of a scary asset in the sense that I have had one of the fraternities have to move out. And thankfully, right during COVID actually, but quickly found another fraternity that wanted to go in there. But you always have that in the back of your mind that you have one tenant and they may decide to leave. So, so this is still a fraternity house. Yep. There's college is. kids living in there mm-hmm. and they pay you rent or does the fraternity as a whole just pay you? Yep. The fraternity as a whole pays me. So they pay everything except for my insurance. So it's not quite a triple net lease. But and you, you were in the insurance business as a fraternity mm-hmm. A lot more expensive to insure? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So why did you go to 30 banks? Why did they not want to lend on this? There was a lot of reasons, but largely the aspect of having a fraternity in there, they didn't like it. The price point, it was over a million dollars. I think it is a small deal. It was like 1.4 million. So I eventually found a local bank. Well, I called lots of local banks, but I did find one guy and he was super nice and ended up getting it done. So I'm grateful for that. And were you able to get financed just because it was a local bank versus out of the area or larger national banks? It was, I think, almost entirely based on it being a local bank that knew the property well and knew its location and the dynamics of Fort Collins, knowing that there's a real shortage of fraternity houses up there. So I think it was just all of those things combined together. And this was a syndication, Stephanie, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. How many investors were on this syndication and were any of them weary about investing in a fraternity house? Well, that was the benefit of starting your first syndication. You go and you hit your friends and family, right? (laughs) So my brother-in-law was the best because this was the fraternity. The fraternity boys that were in there were his old alma mater for whatever the term is. That full circle, huh? Yeah. (laughs) So he loved the idea. But yeah, just had a little bit of wariness, but we've had it for quite some time now and they like that cash flow check that comes every month and it's been a good asset definitely so would you take on additional fraternity houses or would you recommend others follow suit i was going to take on an additional fraternity house right after this one and it came up in florida and this is what i would tell people be very cautious of the environment where the fraternities are located in the university Fort Collins had a really unfortunate thing happen to one of their students who actually passed away in a fraternity house 15 years ago. So they took all the fraternities off campus and now they've let them all back on, but they're very, very extremely strict about what they allow them to do. There's no parties 
technically no alcohol. And if they are caught violating any of these things, they can be kicked off of campus. So in that environment, I would say it's really great. I think it's been definitely a really good asset for us. But the one in Florida, there was no oversight whatsoever. We went down there and it was really eye-opening just how trashed out the whole house was. It was beyond, really. (laughs) We'll get back to the show in just two minutes, but first, some sponsors I'm confident you'll find value in learning more about. As your portfolio grows, you need financial management services you can rely on to help you save money and continue making the right choices for your company's future. Realestateaccounting.co's top-tier CFO team uses their deep industry and operating experience to guide real estate syndicators, investors, and family offices through every pivotal moment and crucial decision. Their fractional CFO services include budget to actual, cash flow and distributions, and reporting and valuation. Go to realestateaccounting.co forward slash CFO to find out why REA is one of the fastest growing real estate accounting companies around. The real estate experts provide timely analysis and consultations to help you make the most informed decisions possible. See and trust where your portfolio is headed with the customized financial reports based on the KPIs that matter to you and your business. Try it risk-free today at realestateaccounting.co forward slash CFO. If you're not sure where to start investing or need help taking the next step, mentorship and coaching is one of the best ways to get going. Think Multifamily is a leading apartment acquisition and education company who provides true one-on-one coaching to help you invest for your family's future. Their servant leadership approach will guide you to successfully scale your real estate business or assist you to diversify your investments in multifamily. Go to thinkmultifamily.com forward slash coaching to learn how they help working professionals just like you transform their future through partnering and community. In fact, the majority of real estate investors who partner with Think Multifamily get involved in a general partnership within six months. Thinkmultifamily.com forward slash coaching highlights the partnerships, joint ventures, and resources all available through the coaching program. Go to thinkmultifamily.com forward slash coaching to learn how to become a member and get involved. Stephanie, is there a national organization that signs the lease and is it a year to year lease or is it long term? Yeah, there is a national fraternity that signs the lease and this one goes in increments of three years. Okay. So if they get kicked off campus, is there any kicker? where they don't have to pay rent or do they still have to pay? Well, the only situation I've had is where the guys just couldn't recruit because they got into trouble and they couldn't fill the house. And they let me know right as COVID was happening last year. And I would have had some repercussions, but I found another fraternity that just picked up immediately where they dropped off and we were out of no funds. We kept the security deposit to address some of the issues when they left. So I think that went really well. But yes, there are some things written in what penalties would be there, depending on where in the lease that would happen. That worked out very well for you. Yeah. What were the numbers and did the investors make their money back on this deal? Has it been paid out? It has not been paid out. Again, it's sort of friends and family in this one. So I just kind of went back to them and said, we could sell it. I don't feel like it's come to its full potential yet. I'd like it to get up to 2 million before we sell it. 
and the cash flow, we were able to keep increasing the rent every year. And it really flows about 12% preferred return just gets paid out every month. So there really is no reason that they want right now to exit. I have thought about it because since we're such a good group and great group of investors moving into a multifamily deal in another state, I'm not crazy about Colorado for multifamily, but right now in the environment of multifamily is just so gosh darn competitive right now. I think we're just going to wait it out a little longer. So would you do a cash out refi or have you done a cash out refi to pay back your investors or friends and family? We are looking to do that this year. Okay. And how much did you have to put down on a fraternity? We put down 30%. Okay. And is that because it's a high risk investment? Mm-hmm. Really, that's the best terms we could find with the bank. Yeah. Interesting. What was your next deal, Stephanie? The next deal was a retail center in Tallahassee, Florida. And that one was a really good deal as well. So that one we bought from a church. Actually, there was a church right next to it that had owned it and tried to manage it for years and had just completely grown tired of it. So then just sold it to us on really good terms. But that was my second deal. So I was thinking I'd be raising for apartments and ended up raising for a fraternity and then retail and Everybody wants to scream and run from retail, and that was even before COVID. But I think when we exited there, it ended up being annualized returns of about 42%. Wonderful. Can we dive into that deal? Sure. How many units were there? There's 12 units. It was 105,000 square foot. Wow. Okay. And what was the purchase price? The purchase price was 3.2 million. And how did you pitch this to your investors who thought they were getting into multifamily? I pitched it for the team, for me and for my partner, Vino. He lives in Florida. And before he became a syndicator, he would buy retail all over Florida and do what we did with this one, which was try to improve the appearance. And there were some things that needed to be adjusted on the roof new roof, new parking lot. But what was really nice with this one was the market was really changing a lot in Tallahassee. There was a mall that was less than a mile away from this one. And the state of Florida had purchased it, my partner found out. So about 7,000 new employees were going to be located there to work. So yeah, we felt like that would be really good for our place. So yeah, it turned out well. And Stephanie, on this deal, your partner brought a lot of the expertise in the retail arena. Mm -hmm. Okay. What was your biggest challenge on that property? Was there a lot of vacancy? I think just improving it in general, switching some tenants. I think what was really nice about that partner is he's very proactive. So even before he closed on the deal, there was about 25% of the property had been a movie theater, which was vacant. And he was able to talk to a mountain climbing gym in Florida. Don't know why there's a need for a mountain climbing gym, but he got them interested and excited, helped them actually 
start the SBA process and they qualified to put, I think it was a little over a million dollars of improvements in that space. And then they took it over and they're still there now. That is an amazing use of those high ceilings Mm -hmm. and converting a movie theater into a rock climbing gym. Yeah. What a great creative idea. Yeah. So that's great. So this tenant put a million dollars into your building. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. So how did you achieve that 40% return? Obviously the tenant putting that kind of money and leasing that space out helped a lot. So what were the other factors that led to a 40% cash on cash return? Well, the rents were much lower than the market. So just adjusting some of them, I think there was including that area of the mountain climbing gym was vacant and the current owner was a church. So they didn't really know what they were doing. So they weren't charging any cam charges, the common area maintenance charges. So just by adjusting those in little increments, it was amazing how much cash ended up being generated. So within the three years, the property was valued at 6 million. That's amazing. Almost doubled. And is there an anchor tenant in that shopping center? There's a Chuck E. Cheese. Other than the Chuck E. Cheese, there's no real national chains. There's a little bit of everything, a restaurant, a daycare center, a little mini church, a dollar store, I guess that would be more of a national one. And then the rock climbing gym is located in Tallahassee. Interesting. So a mix of mom and pop and a couple national tenants there. Mm -hmm. Are they all on long-term leases? Yes. That was another thing that we really wanted to solidify. There was a lot of people, their leases had expired when we purchased it, and they were just kind of going month to month. So I have to credit my partner. He actually lives in Fort Lauderdale, but he would go up there almost on a bi-weekly basis to talk to all the tenants and ask them, What things would you like us to do in this area? And he's just really good at making people feel like they're part of this environment we're trying to create for them. So they became very loyal and we're happy to sign for more as far as the rent went. That is a great approach. How did you find the buyer who you sold the property to? That was just someone that had approached us in the area we didn't work with a broker. It was just someone that approached us directly. Great. And do you remember the exit cap rate and the entry cap rate? Ooh, you're talking a while ago. I think the exit was 16 or 17. Cap? Uh, oh, the cap rate of what we sold it to the people that were buying it Correct. in the environment was a five. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. And how long did you hold that property for? We had that property for three years. Okay. So you had a great success with your retail shopping center. What was your next deal? Was it back to retail, I'm hoping? No. This time we went into Waco, Texas for a multifamily property, 55 units. It was built in the 60s. It's unique in the sense of its location. So it was really like a C aged property in an A area. It was surrounded by million-dollar homes. It's in a strange little area of Waco where there aren't any other apartment complexes anywhere near. And why Waco? Why did you pick that area? Well, the deal was brought to us by someone in the group of people that are 
community of RE Mentor. So the lady had brought it to us. And then, of course, we do like a major deep dive in the area to see if it's worth looking into further. And for sure, it was. So that one was an excellent area. That's where our first apartment where we have been going in and we do little micro renovations in each unit. And that's where we implemented that strategy. Let's talk about that. What's a micro renovation? A micro renovation, we do vinyl flooring, possibly new appliances, painting, new light fixtures, possibly new countertops in the kitchen and the bathroom. We try to keep the costs around five or $6,000 per unit. And how many units was this property? This one was 55 units. What was your biggest challenge with that property? I think that property, my partner really, really likes to get everything to where it's automated, which is fantastic, but trying to get some of the older tenants to be okay with paying their rent in an automated way online, trying to train basically your new tenants to do what you'd like them to do. And then also to go online if they have any issues in the unit that they need some maintenance with also using that same system. How many investors did you have on this one? And what was the purchase price? That one again was 3.5 million. And how many investors? We had one big investor in that one, which was nice. So we ended up having five investors. Okay. And do you still own that property today? Yes. Mm -hmm. We own that one. That one we actually purchased in 2019. Do you have an exit strategy for your properties? Is there a certain number of years that you want to hold them or is it open-ended? It's kind of open-ended. We like to bring it back to our investors to see if they want to stay in or if they want to exit the property. But usually we bring it back to the investors. Well, actually not usually all the time. We bring it back to the investors to see what they would like to do. The idea is that usually we market our properties to hold for shorter hold times, which is the three to five years. So if it comes to the point of us selling it, we'd like to have an agreement that we all want to go in that direction. Got it. And Stephanie, is this the same partner that you had in the shopping center? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. I like him. We have the same philosophy with our investors. I come from insurance as my background and he was a commercial broker for 30 years. So we both want to be sure our clients are as happy as can be. So I think that we both approach our deals in how we can make our investors happy people. (laughs) That is a great combination of skill sets and a great outlook that you guys have. So in the future, are you looking for multifamily shopping centers or just whatever you could find a deal on or fraternity houses? (laughs) No, that's why I like my partner because he is looking for the best deal. And right now, I'm sure by the time this one airs, this one will be closed, but we have a development deal, which is completely different and out of both of our comfort zones a little bit, but it's a really cool deal that... I'm currently raising for now. It's 24 homes. It's in Broward County, Florida, which is just booming right now. And actually, they're going to be entirely green homes. 
So they can be completely off the grid, which a lot of people are excited about. <laughs> and neither one of you have experience in developing homes. We don't. But so this is yeah. perfect for you guys. Yes. <laughs> well, my partner lives about 20 minutes away and he's very familiar now. We obviously partnered with the builder. So we're very familiar with this builder who is our partner in this deal as well. We feel really confident with the environment in Broward County is kind of like almost everywhere, at least in Colorado right now, where the inventory of single family homes is, I heard somewhere where they were saying it's 40% lower than the lowest that's ever been recorded. So single family inventory is really, really low in Florida as well as there's a lot of wealthy people that are moving into that area, just kind of a mass exodus from New York. I saw an article today from Silicon Valley. So that's another one kind of, I believe it's knowing your area, finding people with the right expertise at the right time. But we will look for multifamily after this. (laughs) And what's the price range of these houses? They're between 3.2 and 3.6 million. Each of them are on an acre of land, which in this area, this town, Davie, Florida, every person that has a house there, that's just part of the zoning. They need to be on an acre of land, which is really cool. I wish it was that way where I lived in Colorado. (laughs) Yeah, this is a fun project. Stephanie, what's your best ever real estate investing advice? Ooh, my best ever real estate investing advice. I believe probably just trusting your gut, but also just really getting educated. I've been doing this for a long time and I still will go in if I see someone having a webinar with some interesting content. I like to just always be educated, surround yourself with really good, smart people. I use the example of when I was learning to ski, they always said, find a skier that's better than you to go with, and you will become the better skier. And that's definitely what I found in this profession. That is great advice. Stephanie, are you ready for the lightning round? Sure. Great. First, a quick word from our partners. Do you manage your own rental properties? If you do, or if you're about to, I want to tell you about Rent Ready because I'm guessing they have some services that you wish you had. Rent Ready is a property management software that allows you to manage your business from your computer or phone. With Rent Ready, you're able to collect rent online and get paid, find the perfect tenant with the built-in screening and listing service, and get your leases signed with the click of a button. And tenants really love using Rent Ready's app too. They can pay rent using the card, ACH, cash. They can set up auto pay, get renter's insurance if you require it. And they can even build their credit score through Rent Ready's new credit reporting feature. And the best part, Rent Ready is unlimited. That's right. All this is flat priced. There's no tricks or hidden fees. Rent Ready is designed for investors who manage their own properties so that you don't have to worry about paying more for building your business. You can start managing and scaling your rental properties without scaling costs. And Rent Ready has given us an amazing deal to pass on to the best ever listeners. You can get Rent Ready's annual plan for only 54 bucks at rentready.com when you use our special code BESTEVER. That's R-E-N-T-R-E-D-I.com with the code B-E-S-T-E-V-E-R. 
at rentready.com to get Rent Ready's annual plan for only 54 bucks. Mark your calendars for the Best Ever Conference February 24th through 26th back in person at the Gaylord Rockies Convention Center. Join the experienced community and phenomenal speakers for a weekend of learning the best commercial real estate strategies, building relationships, and quite frankly, having a lot of fun. As a bonus, once you purchase your ticket, you are put into a mini mastermind group to start making connections with other commercial real estate investors immediately. Get the lowest prices right now at besteverconference.com. That's besteverconference.com. Stephanie, what's the best ever book you recently read? I have just read Killing Sacred Cows by Garrett Gunderson. Love it. It talks a lot about how wealthy people view money, and it's a lot different than how us average people do. Very interesting. And Stephanie, what's the best ever way you like to give back? I love to give back because... Well, I've been, like I said, just sold my business. So now I'm somewhat retired between raising money for deals. And I have found this great little niche in these charities around where I live. And they constantly need money. And I guess I have a skill for raising money. So that is what I do with these different charities as I go in and help them raise money for their fundraisers or whatever they have going on. Cause I feel like that's what I'm good at. And that gives back for sure. That is a great way to give back. Stephanie, how can the best ever listeners reach out to you? You can go to my website, which is erbewealth.com. I have a free report on there. If you're considering passive investing, it's the five reasons why passive investing might be for you. That is great. Stephanie, I love hearing your story today, starting out with single family homes and then taking a big leap into fraternity houses. Mm -hmm. And then from there, the multifamily, the shopping centers, and now a crazy energy efficient housing development where houses are worth millions of dollars. Good for you for tackling a lot of these great projects and showing us that your partnerships are really key in your success. So thank you again for sharing your story with our best ever listeners. Well, thank 